All right, squash, please, mate. Sights and sounds of Newport, lads. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 229 of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and would you look at that? It's murder season again! But luckily, we have a cursed seance to let the light in. I've noticed... <laughs> um, I'll get on to it. I'll get on to it now. This week's guest... <laughs> This week's guests are Adam and Ben of the mighty South Wales-based rock, goth, emo, punk rockers, The Nightmares. Woo! Yes. But also contains Adam, king of the goths, Parslow. And you might be sitting there thinking, I recognize that name. It could be from all the bands he's been in, you know, like Save Your Breath way back in the day. But you also might know it, as um, mentioned on every single ending of the podcast, because he's also the first full Patreon guest we've had on the show. Yes, thank you very much to Adam for his support. We do talk about it later in the chat. And um, yeah, he says what the podcast has meant to him and done for him and fucking blew our minds, to be honest. And the other day, the Patreons were all talking about, you should maybe do a a Patreon special. So we have now. <laughs> so none hey! of you are ever coming on. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but all that is just a bonus. And if, you, as Sean said, if you're a goth, a punk, an emo kid, or just like to feel your feelings, then do we have the band for you? The Nightmares released their highly anticipated debut studio album, Seance, this Sean's. past week. And was... <laughs> it does have your name in it. It does have your well, name I in didn't- it. This is what I was going to say just now, earlier, when you first mentioned it. Um, do you know what? I fucking love Adam. I love the Nightmares. I love the Vestals. I love Save Your Breath, right? I love everything he's been involved with. He didn't need to call this album after me. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, as you mentioned, Sean's is out now. It is. And it's been met with a lot of praise from people within the music industry. William Gould from Creeper and Salem featured Ooh. on their stylish new single and music video, Murder Season. 
And these are just four people who have always been around music their whole lives. Started a new project in 2019 and has just hit it off for DIY fun ever since. They've been signed by Equal Vision Records, which is such a big deal when you think of all the crazy bands back in the early 2000s that were signed by that label. Uh, They've been out with a numerous different variety of bands, the likes of Casey, Adam West and the Roaring Twenties, which is the side project of Dan Supi Campbell of the Wonder Years. And they're just breaking down boundaries for everything they're doing. So with all this, we wanted to celebrate the Nightmares and they invited us to their own gothic cave of misery, also known as their house, (laughs) in Newport uh, to record this just before the record came out. And we can't prepare you for the mixture of beauty and chaos this conversation is. We've known these wonderful humans for a long, long time, but Sean, it's just fantastic to see them getting all this love lately. Yes, fantastic. Absolutely amazing to see. And like you said, growing up with Parslow and the bands he was in, to see um, something like this happening for him now and happening for Ben is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I'm chuffed for them. The album's fucking great. Genuinely, I've, I've listened to it a good six or seven times since getting it about a week ago. About a week ago. And um, yes, absolutely brilliant. Well done to all involved. Please, please check it out. It's a wonderful work of art. And yeah, things like Will Gould are just the lovely, delicious seasoning to what is a great record anyway. So yeah, if you're a fan of The Cure, AFI, Alkaline Trio, Creeper, um, Jesus Christ, where else? Can we? It's, it's brilliant. It's a fantastic, fantastic record. And I will now shut up about it before I keep saying the word fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be your new goth obsession. And if you pick up one new album, go and buy up a physical release this year. Please go and make sure it is the nightmares. But throughout this conversation, we literally talk about some of the secrets behind the songs to industry friends, trusting them, bringing misery on tour lineups, lessons from other bands. And we get to, you know, just the standard stuff like partying in Newport swimming pools, uh, stolen toys, <sighs> and obviously, WWE legend Rikishi's family tree. Obviously. Obviously. Why wouldn't you talk about that? Of course. It's, you know, you don't talk to a gothic rock band without bringing up big ass sports entertainer <laughs> Rikishi. So, yes, Yay! what a great conversation. Love this gang so much. They're a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful set of humans who I appreciate very, very much. Yeah, I think you're really, really going to enjoy this. Um, but also, if you do enjoy this and you've enjoyed any other episodes of the podcast, check out at Sapping Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Pointless going to TikTok, really, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> Just in case you wanted another way to get in touch with us. If you listen to three or more episodes of this podcast and you've laughed out loud more than twice, You've got to check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin. I'll say no more about it. Give that a look. If Adam can sign up to it, why can't you? Exactly. He's a guest. You might become a guest on this podcast eventually. Who knows? But all the support does help us very, very much. But without any further ado, this is The Nightmares on episode 229 of Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! Sean's. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right now, we are joined by Adam and Ben of The Mighty Nightmares. How are you guys? Doing good, man. Yeah, yeah. good to see you guys. Thanks for coming to my living room. Thank you for having us. us. We've infiltrated the Nightmares Goth Mansion. Yes, that's what it is. I was expecting a cave. Yeah. I thought it'd be like the the bat cave. Oh, yeah. yeah, You'd have like, you know, all dark, Batmobile in the corner. That's my vibe. I'd like to have that. (laughs) I have a, I do have a cave. Unfortunately, I don't live with Adam and uh, Eleanor. But oh, yeah, fortunately, did we would have? Well, <laughs> wait, all four of you don't live together, and what? you're just constantly banned twenty four seven. Yeah, we all bands uh, live yeah. together. I mean, we could I have really exaggerated this. We are in a cave, oh, yeah. and all four of us live here in coffins. More, remember now, in post production, put a slight deco on every door. Hello. Hello. Yeah, but uh, yeah, how, yeah. How are you guys? How's things been? We're good. We're f- we're good. We're we're excited about the uh, upcoming album. Yes. Um, been a while coming, so nice to have it finally coming out. You know? Yeah, it's super exciting. We we've been working on this album for two, three years now, so it feels yeah really really exciting for us to finally know. But it's just getting out into the world. It's it's um yeah it's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, I mean it's been being written for so long now that it's just it's it just feels crazy that it's coming out well a week away from the date that we're talking now yeah yeah it is mad we 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 started writing it right at the beginning of lockdown so it is a lockdown record so it feels crazy to be releasing that in in 23 but yeah super exciting Mm, yeah 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 it's awesome there's a lot of things you want to get to throughout this conversation but i think adam we should start really with the fact that you know king of the goths yeah. uh you were mentioned on That's every me. single podcast because That's you true. are in fact a patron yeah so thank you very much yes, for that thank you very much uh, yeah, you're, you're welcome thank you guys I, I love the podcast 
and I feel proud to be the first Patreon you are? guest. Mm. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. to you. They were yeah. saying the other day you should do an episode. <laughs> ah, fucking go, yeah. We don't have to talk to any more of you scum. Oh, no, no, not scum. Lovely, lovely yeah. people. <laughs> lovely people. With this King of the Goth thing, is that, did you give yourself that name? Then? I think, I think, Sean, I think you called me it ah. on the podcast. And then, you and then I was it. like, I should make that my, because you can like yeah, change yeah, like your name in the, in the Patreon. So I then. was wondering this. Someone said you, it was either yourself or someone mentioned this. Oh, it was. I we were at uh, what show was it the other day? In some show in Club Everback, and one of uh, Scott. We were at fucked up. Yeah, fuck. It fucked up. It was. Can we swear? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and uh, someone come over and was like, "Oh, this is Adam, King of the Goths." I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like what? That's me. That's how I'm known in the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now that that makes more sense to me though. That's his gang yeah. name. Like, yeah, 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 he's in now. We should have some sort of so, goth hand signal. No, I think you need. I think the rest of the band needs to give you the coronation. Now we need a proper yeah, like ceremony. Yes. and a crown. Oh, if this isn't a fucking music video idea, <laughs> I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like. Danzig must be the king, the real king. Maybe you can use nah, Serpent. Don't, don't throw it out of me, man. Yeah. Danzig's not <laughs> I don't, Yeah, but at some point, he's got to step down, haven't he? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like You're the next in line. Glenn's getting on a bit now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. We love you, Glenn. Yeah, I love Glenn. Ben, I love that story that you told me about Danzig and his wall. Oh yeah, you, do you know the story? <laughs> uh, so again, sorry, Glenn, if you if you ever listen to this, why would <laughs> he you every, listen to yeah, it? He's the other Patreon. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's got these bricks that he keeps in his garden, and I think bricks. I, well, yeah, basically you can YouTube it, oh, right? No, and it's like in L. I, I think it's LA, and I think he lives near like some actors, like an actors and actresses, and yeah. And uh, every now and again, someone asks the, the council in his area, like. Get Danzig to move these bricks. <laughs> he has them piled up in his front garden. Uh, honestly, it's, like a, it's a YouTube thing, and he moves them just to the other side of the garden. So every time, he, honestly, it's mad. And he's got like this goth house in, and it's like people go and visit it and like yeah. have foes outside. Well, I would, yeah. Oh, yeah. The famous yeah. brick pile. Honestly, <laughs> it is like a yeah, famous what's he, thing. What's he using them for? Nothing. Just I think he's had years. But like, he just, he's just fucking with people, basically. So like, they like move them, and he just moves them slightly to the side. <laughs> Yeah. What a legend. <laughs> of all the jokes, right? That exist out there in the world and all the things you could do to your neighbours, you got a big pile of bricks. <laughs> yeah. That I guess he's not moving. No. He's gonna get, be like someone's like, Oh, you gotta move him, Glenn. He's like, All right. Yeah. He's gonna phone somebody up, <laughs> pay those fuckers yeah, yeah. to move the bricks to the other side. I gotta go there now. I gotta have a look at this. I wonder if you could see it on like Google Earth. Let's zoom in enough. Yeah, and you can definitely some... Google picture. Google it. That's why I do all my sightseeing is uh, Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good idea actually. Yeah, oh. literal like, neighbor from hell. It could be like a Danzig. Well, literally from hell. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 How are Glenn? Oh. Constantly in his dream, shouting for his mom. Glenn hates having his photo taken as well, doesn't he? Why am I talking about Glenn? But we are talking about Glenn. But um, when we saw him in, he's fantastic. And when we saw him in Brixton, I loved it. But um, he doesn't like it having his photo taken. He gets people to throw you out. Yeah. If you take Ooh. a photo of Glenn, you are going out. Why is that quick. then? I have my theories. <laughs> I'm not again. I really am a big fan of this guy, so I'm, I don't want to go. Do you are, say your theory. Morgan yeah. could change the voice to a robot one. We pretend somebody ran in no, and said. I, I, I just think that maybe he's a bit of a dut, didn't he? He's a bit maybe, of a small Maybe it's something I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he just wants to control his image a bit more yeah but, I suppose so maybe, yeah, but, um, one of the best angles one of yeah, the best filters exactly. on there one of the no, best really. lighting and, and, and to be fair to him I guess he probably doesn't like photography it shows that like we went to see Placebo not so long ago and they encouraged 
people, he did. people there's not, a little video it was like, message i mean like yeah. not just encouraged forcefully encouraged people wow. mm-hmm. to and, and i and i agree in some ways i agree i think it's a bit too forceful for my taste but basically whether well, the point was you know all these thousands of people are going to see him same as danzig and you don't want to watch the back of someone's phone. Yeah. I thought you meant placebo force people oh. to film it. They were like, for this song, <laughs> yeah. this is the one I've, I've learned and I, yeah. I do real well. Um, yeah. Anyway, everyone film this one because I swear it's going to be the best one on the set. Absolutely. Yeah, morning. Yeah. Didn't play Did that, sadly, I don't think. Well, they played those My Chem shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I DJ'd a couple of them and what, like one or two old songs if that yeah they played a lot of new stuff i was yeah again like, i get it i get it you play into yeah. a new audience you think i'd actually have thought that to be honest that they would because we're huge placebo fans and i really am and um i really did think they would have played but then again like uh, you know they've done it's been doing this a long time 20 years but like you think that you'd you know like festival you guys have played festivals like you think that you'd play hit the big, section yeah, yeah that's what i'm getting at but obviously they didn't and, want to do that and if you've been given the tour because you are the headline, one of the headliners' favorite bands. Yeah, yeah. Th- you're not one of their favorite <laughs> bands because they've, they've heard your recent album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're one of your biggest fans because they remember all those fucking exactly, hits. Like, exactly, yeah. before wow. you spoil the face I, and grew that mustache. I mean, uh, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's like you think, I've never been in a position to have a 25-year 25 25 music career. So, I mean, you'd think that you'd want to play the, the hits that, that people love, but uh, maybe you don't. They should play more hits. They should definitely. Are we, um, we going to rant about any other one that else's band before? Well, well, no, <laughs> let's list them off. Let's keep going. Yeah. I can't believe I just talked. To, I'm sorry, Glenn. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'm a Who else do we love? Yeah. Well, Going well, in on everyone I love. What is it with these front men and just like normal bloke names? Like Glenn and Brian. Glenn and Brian together at last. Uh, no. Just wait, wait. Just before we just before we get on to the nightmares. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of my proudest moments was at one of them Mike M shows. I played the Venga Boys, right? And nice. someone's got footage of behind the stage of Brian Molko dancing to it. No. I oh. didn't even know he could <laughs> smile, no. let alone have actual yeah. fun. Yeah. That's great, man. Classic. I can't believe it. He's let the image down there, and he? Yeah, I, I saw Daddy Phil getting the dancing. back. Get in the back of a smart car once. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's the sentence. Seriously, right? That's, that's, what, that's what people want to hear. Yeah, seriously, seriously everyone, this is a genuine thing. I went to Hard Rock Hell in Butlins in like 2000 <laughs> nothing. And I went with Dane Campbell from uh, now in uh, Phil Campbell, the Bastard Sons. And Todd, I believe. Anyway, we and my friend John. And we were... Uh, who's listening? So oh, hi, John. And we <laughs> were... We, they played the set... Uh, um, we were at the back, and he got in full get-up mind, got in the back of his smart car. All the spikes. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. Could not believe oh, it. Again, I, can, I like your daddy, so... <laughs> I can just <laughs> imagine him, Brian. like, it's stuck in traffic, angry, full yeah, gear. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bizarre. Bizarre. Love that. Kudos to him. I love, love these people. Danny again. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. So no weird rules for any Nightmare shows you're going to be putting in place now that the album's coming no, out? No photos. No, no photos. Um, must turn up in a smart car. There's yeah. one song you Vendor have to film... Won. Yeah, we're not, not going to play any of our songs. <laughs> <laughs> People only know these songs. We're yeah. not going to play any of those. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to stand there. Yeah, we're only going to play new placebo songs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you don't need, we them, haven't placebo. got any hits yet, so we're just not going to play anything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's not a bad that's not a bad method. But. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, it is a really exciting time for you guys, as you said. You know, the, this album's been a lot of hard work behind the scenes, but like, I'm sure. 
the band's identity in itself must be an interesting one for you guys to look at externally because you've all been from other projects and bands in the past, you've been in the industry for so many years. I feel like with the Nightmares, it's been a weirdly a slow build from you all, deliberately, because you've been playing gigs for quite a while, you've yeah. been releasing the odd track, but it feels like you haven't tried to rush getting an album out or make certain steps. Yeah. So yeah. is it quite nice now the fact that you're at that stage where you think, okay, we have an album, we're going to put it out, we have the right team around us. Does it feel like the, the right time to be doing all this? Yeah, it definitely does. I think it's a kind of weird like timeline of our band because we started 2018 and then did our first, like, first two tours in 2019. And then we went straight into... 2020 so then the band just stopped for like a year so it's a weird it was a weird time to like we were just gaining momentum so it was a really weird shift from like okay we'll, we'll just go on tour this is this is great this is going like really good and then it was like now you can't tour for a year so that's when we like knuckled down and started writing the record i guess because uh lockdown happened all of our jobs stopped um so yeah me and ali just like bought some really cheap recording equipment and started writing the record so i think if it we've said we've talked about this if that hadn't happened i don't know if we would have written an album we didn't really have like a grand like plan or anything so that record kind of just naturally happened didn't it sure i'm not even sure that uh, when you say that it was it, i mean it has been a slow burn but i also think that partially it was because of the timing of lockdown as well because we were hoping in that year, 2020, to do a lot of touring, like Adam says. I don't know how the sort of timeline would have worked out or how it would have been different. Yeah. But I don't think it was like a, a conscious thing to like be... Because we got our first batch of songs out pretty quick. Yeah. But then, obviously, the world stopped and uh, we weren't able to do that anymore. So we it just became a, a period of trying to be as proactive as we could in the, in a, in, you know, a, a hard time for everyone, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, like, the way it went after that has just been amazing. We, we didn't expect the record to come out in the way that it's coming out. Um, it's mind-blowing for us being on, like, you know, Venn and Equal Vision. Yeah, it's well, just crazy. When, when did when did that come about? When did the labels come? Um, I guess we made... We actually, like, recorded the record in, like, April 2021. And then as soon as it was done, so, like, a couple months later, we I just started sending it to, like, old friends, um, you know, people who, like still in the industry and like doing cool stuff um and it really naturally happened that's like, weird i do say that because i got it today <laughs> <laughs> no, so where, where were you sending this to people uh, yeah. in the industry? i think i sent you the demos oh i think i sent you demos i think i sent you the demos before the album oh, well, oh. so there you go yes. you had it jokes on me. <laughs> yeah. uh but no it but yeah, in all seriousness, it's amazing like how we've ended up like releasing it in such like a crazy way. Like Equal Vision and, and Venice is, is We're truly big deal for us. Honor. Yeah, absolutely. Those labels, uh, you know, Lags is obviously a huge uh, person for a lot of people in, in UK yeah. uh, music. And Equal Vision, like, you know, we've all had records. I'm sure everyone in this oh, room has had mm, records yeah, from Equal yeah, Vision yeah. through the years. Like, you know, I remember something like Coed and Campia yeah. <laughs> coming on in... in yeah, Alexis on Fire, First Day, yeah. Bane, Terra stuff. Yeah, yeah there's crazy. loads of... Yeah. Mad. Um, Tr uh, unbelievable. Well, I remember you telling me, like, when... Because um, uh, Raiders are lucky enough to play with you guys in La Pub when you asked. 
And I remember you telling me Equal Vision, and I was like, what? The? That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Like, I remember just being chuffed for you. Um, did that come via lags then? Was that, was so, that like set up? So Equal Vision came through our manager, Matty. So I knew Matty years ago. Um, he, he used to sing in a band called The Lost for Words, a uh, pop punk band. And um, my old band, Save Your Breath, had, had toured with them and done like a bunch of shows with them. And then he ended up getting into management after his band stopped because he started managing um, Paris, who oh, obviously blew yeah. up. And then yeah. that turned him into like a, you know, a proper manager. <laughs> um, and he's just been, he's been fucking amazing. Like he's like, he's the dude. Um, so Equal Vision came through him. So he worked with them, with other bands. And, and yeah, they sent it to Matthew there and, and he, he loved it. And then. Yeah, all of a sudden we had an offer from Equal Vision, which is just like hilarious. <laughs> That's truly amazing. We had, yeah. a of, we had a couple. We were talking to a couple of people before that. I mean, one didn't materialize, but um, genuinely, it could it could not we could not be happier. We, we're absolutely thrilled. We have, we have a we do have a great team little team around us now, and it's a privilege to work with these people. So, hmm. yeah. But it must be nice to be in that situation as well, because as I mentioned, you've been with so many other projects throughout your lives. So the fact that when you have something as the nightmares now that so many people are eager to work with you and want to hear it and want to push it. And like, there's a lot of old friends from the industry yeah. in very different aspects in your team as well from like booking and people you've toured with and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like, come, um, I guess like full circle for us. We didn't expect to be, be doing this with this band to be doing like album press and like, you know, like a, our first co-headline tour is coming up and, it's amazing. I kind of like, I've done lots of cool stuff in the past as we all have. Um, James played in a band that, called Sharks that did some amazing stuff. Um, and like we've both played in touring bands like our whole lives. So yeah, I kind of felt personally like, kind of like always a bridesmaid, never the bride mm -hmm. kind of thing, yeah. you know, like did some cool stuff, but never quite yeah. released an album like this. So I yeah, agree. it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It was just a long, you know, like it, it feels like I'm always proud of us to be, you know, having that perseverance and keeping positive and staying close to music. I mean, I've personally, not to you know, sound like a blow my own trumpet or anything, but I've always tried to help other bands, you know, do as much as I can locally and, and within the scene and that kind of thing. So, you know, I'd pretty much, I wouldn't say given up on my own sort of path, but it was times where, you, you know, you're like, no, it's just not going to happen for us or myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I was but happy with my lot. And then when Adam text uh, back in the day, back in the day, back in 2018, <laughs> <laughs> back, way back, back in 2018, and, uh, and suggested uh, putting this band together. None of us thought that it would get to where it is now. And we're just so happy and proud. And we don't take any of it for granted because we've been around so long. Um, it's, it's a truly a, uh, it's a humbling thing and a, and, a, and, a, and a beautiful thing that we get to do this together with this group of people. And um, my favorite uh, experience, I've been in a lot of good bands and a lot of great people, but this is my favorite group of, uh, you know, working together chemistry wise and everything. It's a, it's a joy. Yeah. Nice. Well, what, um, yeah. How, how long was the period between the end of Save Your Breath and forming the Nightmares? Oh, quite, 
quite long. <laughs> Give away my age, you know. I'm 19. This is my first band. Um, so it was a really quick period. Between. Just left school. Yeah, I was too bad about mentioning my age. I don't think I've said a proper big round number on you yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Scared. Yeah, yeah. I'm scared. 85. Yeah. No. Um, how long was that period? That's a good question. I think I left Save Your Breath in... 2011 or 2012 maybe like the end of 2011 I, I think um and then i did other bands but like i don't know not like not like this just kind of you know for fun um after that band so this is yeah years later yeah it was 2011 and then we started in 2018 wow. so quite a long period but i was like not completely inactive but not I don't know, not like pursuing it, you know, like, like when we were doing, um, save your breath, that was for all of us, our first time in a touring band. So we were like gunning for it. You know, we wanted, we wanted to be a big, massive band. And I think the difference with this, like Ben was saying, cause we've all played in bands for so long. It just feels like we really appreciate like every little thing we do. You know, like the first show we did, we were like, that was amazing. I had so much fun doing that. So like each tour we've done has just been like, little like family holiday like we tour like just the four of us as well like we just we just go out like in a van the four of us with like no one else i drive and yeah we just do it we just do oh and Ellen drives as well to be fair yeah. um but um yeah it's just a nice a lovely feeling and i think it's the way the band has happened a bit later means that we're so much more grateful for our opportunities and and we're not as i said earlier we're not taking anything for granted and you know like uh, i've you don't, you know, we don't turn up and get, you know, get wrecked uh, you know, <laughs> and, you know, act, and act out and stuff. I really try to be professional is a strange word to use, but, you know, like we just try to be the best versions of ourselves and make sure that we, we give everything we have to this band and to every opportunity we have. So. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because the, because you've all had a go at it prior that when starting this and not having any expectations, just everything has come very natural. I'm sure that's oh, yeah. just a, a huge thing, especially when you're trying to just put it out there and then seeing a reaction and it, where it's led up to. I'm sure it's just kind of uh, uh, hard to grasp sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it has really like take, the whole thing is kind of taken us by surprise, like in the best possible way. We, we, yeah, like I, like we said, we didn't have any like big plans, and the fact that we can kind of see people like relating to the songs and like getting into the band is. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Absolutely. And just to have the opportunity, we've worked with some of the, some people I've always looked up to, like Sean, like the, the blackout when, when Reason Sleep. Oh, back. God. <laughs> yeah. and, wow. But, you know, like then Ryan was involved with us early on from Funeral for a Friend yeah. and Lags from Gallows. And then obviously getting involved with people like Google Vision, these, these people and these peers, which we respect and we've watched have their own path in music. And now to actually feel like not to say we're on the level of any of those people or bands but to be going in that direction just feels it's just a beautiful thing and I'm so thankful to keep I, going but I'm so thankful I think it, that speaks testament though to how much people believe in you because a good example is obviously like Adam you're very good friends with um, Dan Subi Campbell of the Wendy's yeah yeah come Subi. on the podcast so thank, thank you very, very much, much for that yeah um, but like obviously you've been out with this side project Darren West and stuff like that and I think some people would probably say they don't necessarily those two bands don't necessarily no. sound the same. Yes. But it's examples like that where you go, well, he obviously believes in you and the material. 
so it comes full circle like that then yeah then, like, you have that kind of support from people yeah soupy's always been like so nice to me and like any project i've been doing I've, he's taken me on tour so many times i must do his head in but for some reason <laughs> well, he, he fucking loves asking. it he, he keeps <laughs> asking so yeah you're doing something right yeah but he is an awesome guy and i i i really enjoyed your guys chat with him oh, he's lovely. i think you got to see how mental his memory is <laughs> of everywhere he's ever been yeah, yeah crazy he, he remembers stories from shows in newport that i don't remember yeah. and you'll you'll like you'll tell me about something and i'll be like what are you talking about? Yeah. That was 2008. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to that show. He's an awesome guy. And yeah, he's, he, like them taking us out was really unexpected. Um, and it wasn't, I guess it, it was a weird crowd to <laughs> yeah. play to. Not we're, weird in like bad way, but you know, weird as in. Like a weird pairing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Not weird looking. They were weird. <laughs> what a weird looking crowd. <laughs> Those people were weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, we kind of experienced that a lot with, um, any tour we do because we're quite like an odd band like i it pretty particular tours you'd have to put us on for us not to be like the sore yeah. firm because yeah. we're like equal parts like a goth band but then also like like blink One Eight Two and like alkaline trio and stuff that like, comes into the music so yeah, it's a weird one yeah you always feel like it it's almost like you're stepping on people's toes because if you i don't know like we're such fans of dark wave new wave goth whatever yeah. you want to call it um and that 80s sort of influenced sound and post-punk and uh but we're kind of like i guess we're kind of probably offending some people in that scene with with the introduction of that sort of emo pop punk yeah. whatever you want to call it accessible pop sound within that music yeah and again well, i'm not saying we're re we reinventing any wheel at all but we are a little bit of a sore thread in both worlds because you know like we we know a guy a great promoter called frank uh frank flag and he promotes some great uh, goth tours and stuff but you know like we we've hope, we're hoping to do more with him in the future and, and we'll play the shows we'll play with clan of zymox for example we were this like amazing european the first dark wave yeah literally yeah and i but it must be a weird thing for the, the fans to be like oh they're really like it's an emo band yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so to them we'd be emo yeah that's the bad thing that's yeah, the bad yeah. Yeah. to yeah. the goths yeah. you're not a goth band yeah. to the pop punkers you're exactly. a goth like, that's you're what not... and you read these things growing up don't you like these people say this like you know you saw thumb on these bills but it's, it's so true and it's bizarre because again, it's just so weird to... but what you got to think is how many bands right because that's the thing people are like oh you know stay in your lane and all that shit yeah. or try and try and keep the one thing and it's but you can, you can, you guys can do everything. Like I was listening, I agree, to, listening yeah. to the album that I um, only received today. Yeah, no, <laughs> kind of. And um, it's fantastic. It's genuinely, genuinely fantastic. I yeah, thank honestly, you. I mean thank that. And l like you said, it reminded me of Parts, Placebo, um, Alkaline Trio, as you said. Um, there was even some uh, moments I was thinking. Uh, it had a touch of the uh, a fire inside as well, a bit of oh, the, yeah, the AFI nice. love. Yeah, I know. Yeah. love that band. Yeah, really, 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 really enjoyed the record. But yeah, like you said, I think be it having these different influences and them kind of showing up in the songs and stuff, it just it's it's so original and can get you onto more so many more things. I think it's just it's just brilliant, and I think it's um. It's a, it's a great record, and you guys should be very, very, very proud of it. And I think it's going to open a lot thank of doors you, for you. Yeah, thank you very much. I think I think those influences came through a lot more in writing this album, and like our earlier stuff. I think we were trying to fit like a not not intentionally, but I think the earlier stuff sounds more goth, sounds more in that a bit more in that lane, and then 
as we got into the album we were just like oh let, let's just do this song you know like we didn't even think twice about like just showing all of those influences they just came through naturally so absolutely yeah. i think i think that happens with a lot of bands so you hear a lot of uh, like i think that's a reason why people tend to like people's earlier stuff yeah. it's because they're almost like you're, you yeah you're, you're mm. almost like a lot of bands do the first eps or albums they tend to be fit in a mold yeah yeah so like and then a band will progress in their career do, do you know what i mean so it's like it's like you know my chemical romance great example of it you know the early stuff is a lot more like misfits sort of thing you know punky uh, yeah 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 and, yeah yeah and then when they grew into this grandiose queen inspired era <laughs> queen inspired uh, queen yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they you know like that, that was a huge thing but you, do you know what i mean they, they yeah, grew yeah. then and people changed don't they so i think we were just more open to bring in other elements of bands we like well that's the thing i don't think i don't think you guys would have recorded an album like this like straight after save your breath you like so oh, you know yeah definitely not that, w- that wouldn't have happened then <laughs> polar opposites no. there yeah really. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there are stepping stones there like yeah. adam was in the band called the vessels which yeah. he hasn't mentioned but you don't want to get that lost because they were a great yeah. band at that time when was that like 2011 that was straight after um save your breath yeah, yeah so, so what i'm trying to say is there is a progression yeah. there but you know, again you don't want to start talking about all of our old bands and everything but it all makes sense when you know us or you know what we've done to get to where we are, it makes more sense when you look at the work which people have done in every band. You know, I mean, even Sharks, the influence Sharks had, and Adam uh, James's other band, Violent Hearts. You know, like so, it all plays a part in how you, you know, sound and forward. Ellie was in one band before this band, which was <laughs> the the famous Abitaliri Brass Band. <laughs> yeah. So oh, there you go. I mean, wow. if it's anything, Mr. Key influence, <laughs> yeah, Abitaliri Brass Band. <laughs> wow, I never. The epicenter of the Welsh earthquake. <laughs> 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 Yeah. She didn't yeah. say she was getting the band back again. Yeah. Yeah. That's what caused, that yeah. caused the Welsh earthquake. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to be remiss more. not to talk about the Abitaliri. Yeah, French, oh. French horn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Great photo as well. The Abitaliri earthquake. So like. you didn't, she didn't, didn't persuade her to get the French horn out for this record? No, she, she doesn't like play brass anymore. Actually, on, I can't remember how many years ago this is, maybe five or six years ago, we went to Cardiff on her birthday and got really drunk like at lunch. Which is always a bad thing because like, shops are still open. Yeah. So we were like, oh, let's just go into this music shop. And she bought a trumpet, Uh-oh. which <laughs> which was an impulse buy Uh-oh. and didn't, it didn't play the same. It wasn't quite the same as <laughs> the Leary Brass Band days. I like it. I think it's upstairs somewhere. It's a great photo case. though. That photo rules. There's a photo of Eleanor, I mean. Yeah, yeah. We'll try and send it to you. We'll oh, try and get please you do. I just want to know how many 2 for one cocktails you got to get before you go and buy a trumpet. It was Turtle Bay, so it was the oh. Rumboards. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Lethal. When he first mentioned trumpet, then he said, oh, yeah, we, we basically went day drinking in Cardiff. I thought, is there a trumpet karaoke bar in Cardiff? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were going down that route. Because that is a niche. <laughs> trumpet karaoke. Come and have a go on this. Oh, no. Mad. But I, I do like the fact that maybe when you're looking at tours and deciding what you want to do in office and stuff now that you can be like, oh, we're going to be miserable for this crowd. Let's fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, this is the thing. I think we're all fans of dark art and uh, the macabre side of life, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, like, we still have our own personalities. Like, you know, like, my, my favorite band of all time is Blink-182, and, but I equally love Sisters of Mercy and that kind of thing. But, you know, we don't walk around, you know, with black clouds over us all the time. Do you know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but we, we like to, I honestly believe we can play with, we can play with an indie band and we can play with, you know, well, we have played with bands like Casey or a post-hardcore influence. 
yeah. um, a slightly heavier side of the coin. So, and, and then we play with like Aaron West and the Roaring Twenties as well. So I feel like yeah. we can play with quite a wide fishnet mm-hmm. <laughs> catchment, whatever the word is. Well, yeah, some, some of my favourite shows when I was coming up with the Blackout and even When Reason Sleep, when Reason Sleeps once supported Mad Caddies in TJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that I mean, about? I was talking to another yeah. person not so long about this, how like an eclectic bills have sort of died off a little bit. Yeah. We'd like to see that come back. But that's the thing, like, like you said, like even when, or, or what I found is, even when my, any of my bands didn't fit on a bill, that's when I felt most kind of alive because I was like, right then. I know I'm going to leave you winning some people over. Some people are going to fucking hate it. Like, I got a gig on a weekend now. Raiders are supporting Snoz's band Valhalla Awaits, who have just supported those damn crows. So it's going to be a lot of the people who like those damn crows yeah. that come to see Valhalla Awaits, yeah. who don't know anything about Raiders and my anti-Tory stance, right? Yes. So some of them fuckers are bound to have voted for the, f- the cunts, right? So they're going to be so upset Friday, and that is the energy I've got in me now that is, fuck, I cannot wait. Burn it down, man. But yeah, this yeah. like, yeah, so if, if you're ever thinking, oh, this is, you know, maybe we shouldn't, like, some of the best shows I ever did oh, yeah, were yeah. bills we shouldn't have been on. Yeah, it's fun playing shows like that. I remember when I was doing uh, The Vestals, we played, uh, there's a hardcore band called Basement. Do you remember that no, band? Yeah, yeah. Still, like, massive influence on people and stuff. Um, and they asked the Vestals to play one of their final shows. And it was like just a hardcore show. <clears throat> it was all hardcore bands. Um, and we were pretty camp on stage. I kind of danced in my band on stage, but, you know, like kind of swayed. And I was getting the worst looks from like the whole crowd were I'd love arms that. crossed, hoods up, like, <laughs> what is this guy doing? And I just spent the whole show just there was one guy in front of me who was like six foot eight gray hoodie giving me the evil eyes and i was like i'm gonna make that guy smile by the end of the show and i just kept blowing him kisses dancing towards him and it worked you know like yeah. you gotta you gotta thrive on that stuff i think it's i think it's fun you know, yeah i love it yeah yeah for sure uh while we're talking about the album as well we should mention that another member of goth royalty will gould of creeper and salem uh features on the track i know you've had that kind of in the bag for for quite a while i believe it's one of his first ever features on it i think it's his first i Mm -hmm. as far as i know we think it is we think so yeah wow i haven't actually asked him but we think it is (laughs) if you say it is it's fine it is it is it is something podcast official (laughs) exclusive exclusive, uh appearance on other somebody else's songs that's awesome Uh, uh, yeah how did that did you just give him a call and be like oh will check us out yeah like pretty much like i've known will for a long time um through like all bands um and we've always like stayed in touch um he's a lovely guy as, as you guys know and yeah we, when we were making the record that song uh the song's called murder season and we just thought that he would be perfect on it um and we all we all talked about it as a band like oh should we ask will and it was just a simple case of just dming him and saying do you want to hear it and see if you want to jump on it he's like yes yeah, send it over and he it was still locked down so he just recorded it in his like friend's bedroom Oh wow! And that's what's on the record. <laughs> nice, but yeah, it was that easy. Yeah, that yeah. He's so talented though. He's got a great voice, isn't he? Unbelievable. Mm. Which that again, once again, like not blowing air anyone's behind, but he is uh, arguably the my favourite vocalist currently in the UK. So it's a true honour to have him uh, on our album, and on that song is so perfect, and the video is killer. So we're we're very hyped. We only saw that the other day for the first time. 
And uh, it's pretty exciting when you see it. Something fresh again after yeah. to two years of being sat on the album. It was like... Yeah, we managed to get him down an industrial estate in Newport to oh, shoot yeah, the video. Yeah, so yeah. And again, Shaq, did you get all okay? Has anyone checked these around? Shout out to Will, though, because like, he did... Come, I mean, they, they were demoing elsewhere, but he made the effort uh, to come to us. Um, yeah. And it was, uh, you know, well, well, guy. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Cheers, Will. Thank you. Absolute top Love, Love it. We've talked a little bit about um, those experiences before the nightmares is there anything that comes to mind that you think oh i'm glad we learned that early on before joining this band so that it, it takes some of that edge off a little bit yeah that's a good question i think for me the thing that kind of springs to mind is like we were talking about earlier we just enjoy all the stuff that we do like because we've I guess gone through the sort of like chase of like making it as a band, whatever that means, making it as a band. Um, we we're, we're just enjoying each individual show and like each song that we get to record, and it's really like just like natural. So I think, yeah, I think I, I, I'm glad we're not chasing something which is really really fucking hard to do. Like young bands must find it so hard now, like and like because because we're older. I don't want to sound like a old man shouting at the clouds but <laughs> but we we've kind of seen the the industry change and it's so much more difficult now so much more difficult it's a huge place the internet and it's easy to get like lost in numbers and chasing weird things streaming playlists and well, i was talking to somebody the other day about um spotify listeners yeah, and and the fact that you can see people's Spotify listeners. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I, I really think that's terrible. I, it's awful. I think it's, it's made music disgusting. a competition. It's yeah, yeah, it's making like yeah. If you're in a band who's not get like you just yeah, it's fucking buzzing. I just actually to, just despise that. I, yeah. I, I I I was on Apple, which is no better, but I was using Apple Music for a long time until recently, and I switched over to Spotify. And for one, the music is worse. That the the uh, sound, quality. sound quality is definitely worse. And um, yeah, I really don't like that number thing. It, it and I'll be lying if it didn't say it, it's affected me. Not not you know like I've thought about it because um, I have, and, and and it is easy to be uh, you know disgruntled, you know like really like get down about things, and you know. Like, but I, I, Ithaca, the band Ithaca, tweeted about this a long a while back, and uh, they were saying that how they weren't going to share. I believe it was the Spotify Wrapped for the year twenty twenty two, and they didn't want to share it because they felt that you know it adversely affects people's opinions on music and how that basically they were saying that they, that it made them feel bad yeah like it's a competition yeah, yeah. like who like who cares really like do you know what i mean i mean i guess i get it's part of the game now i also get that you know music has changed but i, I disagree that anything should be art wise should be a, a competition and uh it should be but, based on yeah. merit surely but also also the fact that like promoters are looking on how many listeners you've got a month yeah. Yeah. around yeah. the world bear in mind there's yeah. 9 billion people right <laughs> and they're like oh you know you've got to have a good five, 500,000 listeners a month yeah, yeah, yeah. for me to book you on my festival it's like yeah. bro 50,000 out of uh, 500,000 out of 9 billion <laughs> fuck off yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. people aren't getting paid yeah. you're not getting paid for anywhere are you? Yeah. no yeah, yeah. It's, it must be it's a, it's a cruel thing and this is this is why I'm and that's going back to the initial question uh, I think that we're just so grateful now that we, we're not chasing money where we never we never have and, we, and I've never been allowed as a person anyway but like I think the just the ability to see how music has changed 
we're comfortable with it. We really are doing it, whatever anyone thinks, and people are going to have their opinions. But we do it because we love it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone in this room knows we're not going to make. We're not going to be in a mansion in LA yeah. anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. We, so, we we all work jobs. So this this band is our hobby. I have no illusion over that. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's, and uh, most bands I know <laughs> uh, in a similar a similar slot. So yeah, yeah. It's just um, just be grateful for what you can do, and and always realize that the music is the most important, and the people you're making it with, mm-hmm. and the experiences you're having. Um, not don't get wrapped up in the numbers. I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, like now more than ever. Like after after the blackout, um, went to the dogs because I was so like blasé and jaded by it. By the end, I, it literally had become like a business for us or whatever. That it only took until I went and saw a band playing Swansea to forty to fifty people, and I saw the, I was watching a band. And I was like. Oh, I could go up there now and take that mic off him. I don't know any of these songs, but I, I know I can make us a better gig. And I, I knew, I was like, I want this again. And then it was only then that I realized, I was like, oh yeah, I love, I, that's what I love. My old thing with it was being on stage and... You're a great performer, I, that's I, what I'm I, saying. I, like you, you, fun. Yeah, you perform and you can tell when you watch you that you're enjoying it and you put your heart into it. And that, that's all it should be about. So anything should really be about, obviously in the past... There's been a lot of money in the 80s and then going into the 90s. But um, that, that and 70s, but that, that era is gone. <laughs> Long gone. Unless you maybe like Post Malone or something. Kudos to Post. E, I like you. <laughs> be my friend. Yeah, it is. Um, it's weird. It's sad, isn't it? The, we're all ba- not directly battling each other, but we are in a way just all battling just to get stuff now because there are so many avenues and ways in and um, yeah because it does seem uh, that competitive streak is in everyone now where they don't want to be associated with other bands if they know that they get more streams and stuff so it's nice to have i think uh, i think a lot of that i think a lot a lot lot of that is young bands yes yeah yeah, yeah. the the point i wanted to come to was the fact that we're all a bit older now yes and it fucking fills my heart to see how happy you are now with how it's going and how it's going to go and I, it's going to be fucking massive I hope and I think so um, but yeah like doing it later I think there's definitely something to be said for that than to have potentially had the world given to you straight away and then lose it like a fucking year later and then you're f- like absolutely yeah and that's my point is I think you know we've seen okay I'm not, not going to name any names but there's been bands that have come up through the time that we've been fans of music. There's a few of them, they were on the front of NME and things like this. And then they're gone within a year, like poof, yeah. into the ether. And, uh, and then you never hear from these people again, but we're lifers. Do you know what I mean? I don't care what anyone says. One thing you can't knock about me or anyone in this room is we've, we've done this and we will continue to do it because I live for it. Do you know what I mean? It's everything I think of when I wake up in the morning. It's the last thing I think of when I go to bed. It's music. But yeah, again, it's just nice to see that you're all appreciating it, you're enjoying it, you have that kind of uh, repair with all these people as well. And it's just like the main goal of this band is to enjoy it. It's not just... Absolutely, yeah. Which is a weird thing to say for um, 
Uh, a, a darker <laughs> yes. slightly got we had we're enjoying this <laughs> not with it I'm not smiling when I'm saying this but I am enjoying it I am having a very good time <laughs> oh oh Adam's got first hey. you know he's serious that's, that's our demo voice <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's radio that's radio one in day one yeah, 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 yeah. this is what you were expecting I guess oh yeah now, I think the, the one thing uh, going back slightly more comical route is I'm just thankful that I'm not like in my twenties as well. Like, but I was a bit of a. So you know, I just you're a naughty boy. In I like 20s. being naughty more than I do now. You know, I can drink, you know, act drinking and that kind of thing. Like that's gone. So I, I'm really happy now just to drink my coffee and drive the van, <laughs> talk about things like wrestling. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's most. That's the thing that I've learned is just to. Be a good man. Who's your favorite wrestler, man? <laughs> Gotta be Undertaker. Oh, most gothic. I do kind of like the uh, Boogeyman again. Why am I? Why am I coming on a, a well-respected podcast and talking down on all the people I love? <laughs> if you look at my, if you look at my Instagram favorites, I have a favorite section, and all like so I can make because the algorithm you can't see anything, can you? But anyway, favorite all my favorite things, so I can see, make sure I see all their posts. And Taker is definitely up there, all-time favourite. And but his political views, let's oh, say, oh, yeah. seem a little oh, off yeah. sometimes. And uh, just with stuff with Vince as well. That, yeah, that you know, like, and he's, he's very much his right-hand man, isn't he? So, but I'm sure you take everyone on their individual merit. And uh, well, yeah, you know. take him for the character, isn't it? Yeah, just take him. I'm sure. I'm sure Mark. The man is a good man as well. Mark Glenn. And, Mark, uh, yeah, Glenn. Mark Glenn, Glenn. No, I'm not Mark sure. Mark Glenn Brian. Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn. Oh no! Oh no! Glenn Jacob. Oh no! Uh, I was just talking about all the fellas. <laughs> we should, oh, we've talked oh, about so far. We're yes. just mad man first names. Sorry. Like, yeah, I was talking about uh, lorry driver names. <laughs> yeah. I was going into uh, Kane territory. Oh, no, 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 I can't no, get. No, no. I love Kane. Your character's great, but too many, uh, too many checks man, to the end. You, you are. Uh, you're, you're too Republican. You're too Republican. Yeah, you're yeah, Republican. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's move away from Yeah, let's <laughs> move away from politics. Just calling out wrestlers. Fuck you, Mark. Love it's you just, it's just me. This is Ben just Dicker. calling everyone out. Yeah, everyone you against... don't. I love you. Don't it's going to be a Royal Rumble. It's going to be a Royal Rumble of goths and two wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's going to be fucking brilliant. Ben Ben comes on Saturday to shoot his promos. Yeah, yeah literally. That's, that's what it is. Ah, who's your favourite wrestler? Oh, um... Uh, great question. I was think I'll say the great Carly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go, that's, that's uh, the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> great uh, Rikishi. Oh, good, Ooh, good choice. Great yeah. choice. That's I great really choice. struggled to remember his <laughs> <No. master's> name, <laughs> and Rikishi came to mind. Yeah, yeah. She was great. Good dancer. What's it called? His was it the big was the big stink. Oh, the, <laughs> what are they called? The that arse in the face. What was it? Yeah, probably. Stink, 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 stink face. Stink face. Stink face. Stink face. Yeah, yes. like the big stink. Right? Big stink. <laughs> I think one of the two cool was in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, carry on. I can't go on tangents. Yeah, you can. I can't. One of the two cool was in what? But to, uh, one it. of them was in Newport not so long ago, wrestling in the. Uh, oh, Scotty Neon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, was yeah, it? yeah I believe he might have. Taking a walk with my friend Lee Peterson for a little. Yeah, he went to his house. A little, yeah. What? Have a little. Drinky. Oh, oh wow. Well. Which uh, which I uh <laughs> Scotty too drinky like nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. So uh, that's class. yeah. But yeah, that's a, a good story. Oh, yeah, fucking wow. hell. Too are. cool like in Newport. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Absolutely. I got toys of them in my room. <laughs> I got a great Rikishi toy actually. It's cool. 
Can we do that? It's his favorite wrestler. Actually, Adam gave me an Undertaker figure. Oh, did And you told me after it's probably worth money. It's worth money. Right, right. I'm glad we don't film these because the cost of filming would cost us a fucking bomb. But I'm sad that the listeners couldn't see Adam's face when he said that he told me it was worth some money. Yeah, the realization is worth money in your face and was yeah, fucking I didn't know. brilliant. Yeah, it was just in my parents' garage. Oh, you nice. came round to my parents' house to the, we were in the garden and Ben just taking stuff out of the garage. <laughs> I was gifted him. I don't. <laughs> a friend of mine actually uh, gave gave me a, a record not long ago, a Motorhead record, Talony, and um, and that's worth like but the the first press of one. I think it's the first Motorhead album, and it's got. I'm not going to tell you what the symbol is on on the forehead of the. The beast, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. but there's a symbol on there that they only had for a certain run, and we took it home. And I, I looked on Discogs, and it's worth like thousands and thousands. Wow! wow. Yeah. Does she know? Does it's a knows. serial she thing knows. that you do to people, Ben? people's houses, going, "Oh, can I have that? You don't want that, do?" And then going home, realizes thirty grand's worth. It of was candle. a period actually when people used to go in my car and leave CDs, and like they just perish. Because <laughs> they fall on the floor and just oh. get scratched oh. to hell. Oh, okay. I, I may have. Uh, some of my friends might not have been too happy with me. What? Oh, yeah, I went to the Undertaker's one-man show in Cardiff. Yeah, we did. I wanted yeah. to, but we were playing a show. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, I yeah. kind of I remember like having that conversation. I was like, <laughs> I was kind of like, Do a, you need a bass? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, I, you know, I was like, Yeah, really. Like, I love that. Of course, I love the band. <laughs> Undertaker. I think the bass. Yeah, it's, it's a small venue. I think so. It, yeah. The bass would take up too much. Anyway, was it good? So. Was it good? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was. Um, I love him. He's yeah, him he, he was cool. Yeah, um, luckily he didn't get into any politics or whatever. But yeah, I wouldn't have gone if Ryan Richards hadn't blagged it for me because it was like under upon a ticket or hundred and fifty pound a ticket to, and it was one of the first ones he ever did or whatever, and it was kind of cool. And I bought um, my nephew was <laughs> one of his hats for thirty five quid outside. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah, but, yeah, I remember. You remember saying to you, "Do you actually want to buy this now? Because you have to carry this for the rest of the day." Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, yeah. the big hats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you go to Clash? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did. Uh, again, Ryan Richards hooked me up with seats. Oh. I was three rows from the front, behind, behind the commentators, right? I was on the same row as Phil Campbell. So basically, I think Phil had, had fucking got the hockey up with tri- trips, then he pole sorted him out. And yeah, so it was my row, another row, then literally just off to my right, so like two chairs over to me in the right. Leon Edwards, UFC middleweight champion. Seven down from him. That's just all kids, right? Those seven kids all belong to Tyson Fury. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Who was two rows in front of me. He stood next to me at one point. I didn't realize. There's a guy next to you I'd never met before. He, he was just like looking like... I thought he was looking at me. I thought he was doing this. Oh, I think that's... Oh, yeah. I think I remember him. That's, <laughs> that's, a, guy, band he was in. that's a guy yeah. from Memories and Sleep. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to have it now. I'm not Alex Wilshire. I'm not Alex Wilshire. No, no. The other one. The other one. So I thought he was looking at me, and I went, "Is he looking at me?" And I was like, "I don't think he is." So I tried to follow his eye line, and I went, "Oh, Tyson Fury, man, <laughs> giant man, six foot fucking eight, man, or whatever he is." I have to go into the story now. I'm sorry. Yeah, carry on. But the I am a huge boxing fan, and I love Tyson. I find him very inspiring, actually. Some parts of him, and we um, uh, <laughs> basically when I knew he was there, I'll give you a moment, kids. He, he's uh, inspiring. I knew by. I knew that Tyson was was. Close to the ring, and we were on the floor, myself and my friend Lee. 
and we were like, oh, uh, I was, I was walking around. I've had a few drinks, and I was like, I can do this. I can get close to Tyson. Take him on, you take him on, and you know, like, so what happened was, then as I'm walking along in front of the security, thinking like, how can I do this? The one security saw I looked the other way. I went straight through, died, right? Felt good about it. Got in, and then as I'm walking, I see uh, Todd and Dave Campbell's, and they're all waving. And I thought this. You know, so I slid down next to Dane, like, bearing in mind I had a few drinks. I was like, all right, guys. Shook all their hands. I don't think Phil was too happy with me being there, to be honest. And then one of them, I can't remember who it was, probably Dane, was like, Brett Hart's there. Yeah. And Brett Hart was literally, like, in front of me, the seat in front of me. I was like, oh, my God. Like, one of the greatest wrestlers ever. So I'm drunk. I just tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Brett, can I have a, a photo? And the look he gave me, man. Oh. Uh, I knew it because he's, he's not the happiest of people. No, no he's not. And no. he, if looks could kill, I've never felt so bad. And I, I looked to the left and Phil's like, looking uh, at me. I was like, oh, oh guys, no. I'm going to have to go there. Yeah, so I got up and I left and I felt, and then, well, I felt bad. For so you didn't minute. even have, Brett just didn't even have the, you didn't have the photo? Oh, what a I, fucking prick. Not to make you jealous, Ben, but I do have a photo with Bret Hart. Shut up. Yeah, I got, in, I got to interview him once, but it was literally... Really? Yeah, they literally gave me five minutes with him. Um, I got, no, they gave me... I had to ask one question. So I did it very quickly, but I think he knew that he, I needed more of the time. So I asked one question. Gives me like a five-minute answer. Really? of just telling oh. stories about him and Bulldog and all that. Well, he is and stuff. So, truly a great... He is, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, I think, the, I think he, gets, he gets a lot of... Um, Stick for being yeah. miserable. My one, yeah, my, uh, my one question. You have been screwed over. <laughs> oh, you have. You definitely have. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I love have, the, yeah. the Michael's Ooh. Brett debate. Yeah. I think you're on Michael's side, you know. I am. Just because of the name, I think. Of the name. Growing up with it, growing up, I'm a wrestler who was called Sean. I don't yeah, think people realize how much that means to little kids called Sean. Fair point. Or yeah. anyone with the name of a wrestler. Like, I think if you were, you know, if you're four years old and you find out you've got a weird name and then a wrestler, so for example, Say you're a small kid called Hulk. And then you're like, oh, this fella Hogan's doing all right. Yeah. Oh. Or if you, you know, if your parents have named you something weird like Ultimate. Yes. Right? And then you're like, oh, but Ultimate Warrior exists. That's you another know. one, man. Warrior, man. What? Yeah. Oh, have you seen Dark Side of the Ring that episode? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've, yeah. This tangent is I, the, the best. No, I it's like one of my it. favourite conversations <laughs> so far. That's, that's, that's a good going, point. Because yeah. the wrestler name thing, that's the only reason I like Adam Rikishi. There you go. <laughs> that's Shit, that's the only reason. I thought you were going to say Adam Bomb, man. I was like, oh, yeah, he's a good, he used to be one of my favorites. Adam, well. Steve Rikishi. Uh, any, Adam, any, Clive Rikishi. Steve Rikishi, man. Steve Rikishi. What is his name? Does anyone know his name? Um, Something Fatu, innit? Yeah. Oh yeah, because he's, he's Roman's. A, he's, yeah. he's Roman's cousin. He's, he's the, he's he's the dad uncle? of he's the dad of the Usos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, but yeah, no. So there's uh, yeah. I think <laughs> the Usos are first cousins with him. Yeah. Uh, with the Ro- uh, with Roman. So the, is he's not brothers with him, is he? No. <laughs> I think I think Kishi yeah. is the Rock's cousin. cousin? No. Uncle? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Fuck knows. Lost. Yeah. But they have a long line lineage of fantastic wrestlers and yeah. again kudos to you i love you all i don't know why i'm talking <laughs> yeah 
Any anything you want to have a tangent about yeah. Adam? Anything? No, I'm enjoying the Rikishi family tree. Okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think this is a good <laughs> part of the uh, interview. Well, when, yeah, yeah. Well, when we're writing up the the blurb, like, like what we talked about, like, <laughs> the Rikishi this is going to be brilliant. Tree. The nightmares talk new album. Um, Being goths. Yeah, gothic, gothic influences. Rikishi family tree. Yeah. What? People are going to be there. Oh yeah, of course they're going to talk about their album, yeah. what it's like being in a band. Friends, Rikishi's fam. What? Rikishi's whole, whole family. Rikishi's yeah. whole family. Oh, brilliant. Oh, fuck it. All right, Dan. Yeah, what? Um, I'm trying to think. Is there any. Who would the Nightmares be a good theme tune for? Wrestle What was the. Um, what was the other, like, really uh, goth looking guy who was. Uh, there's, like, that meme of him up in the rafters. What was that guy? Oh, oh Sting! Sting! Man, yeah, I think Van we could Hero. I would have loved Vampiro. Oh. He's one of my faves. A guy called Vampiro is in WCW, and he uh, he did this. He did actually he was with Misfits. Yeah, he did some stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think we could smash a, a Sting. Yeah, oh. music. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And more like there's uh, obviously everyone loves uh, Bray Wyatt. A Darby Allen. I could Darby? see a Darby yeah. Allen. Darby, Darby, good one for you guys. Darby, she's a ranted one. No, it's no, the man. That's, that's uh, close. Ruby is trying to join so. in with the lads. Ruby, <laughs> so, <laughs> Ruby, so the thing is, right? Yeah, I know you. Feel I like, did quite well. Yeah, no, no, you did. Yeah, no, no, you, no, you did. And. I, and uh, took it wrong. I feel your pain because I've been in this thing before where the conversation <laughs> isn't about anything I like, right? Yeah, yeah. But I know you, you're like, oh, I feel a bit awkward, yeah. But really, you're the coolest person in this room. Well, that's yeah, three yeah, fucking rest. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, well, what will we'll be a good song for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, good. Get off wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get, in, get in back on, on track a little bit. I mean... What's uh, your favourite wrestling? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, obviously, there's so much you've all appreciated and you've you've said about th- things is there any one you've ever met throughout your careers or any situations you've seen yourselves in and have to take a step back and be like well this is a bit really cool opportunity or cool moment and you've just tried to take it all in a, a bit more hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. 
And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Yeah, there's been a, a bunch of stuff that we've done already kind of in like a short time touring, which has just been like crazy. Like the start of this year, um, KC took us on tour. And that was our first time going to Germany, which was amazing. Um, I bet Germany would be such a great market. Mm. If you it, was so, it was so great. Like, like They're probably our favorite shows we've played so far, I think. And yeah, we played a show in Leipzig, which was like our biggest show we've played. It's like a thousand people. Wow. The room, room was well. full. It was, it was rad. Like that, that night before we went on and like the dressing room was right behind the stage. We could see the room was full and we were all like, this is fucking cool like this is this is this is cool so probably that and then also we got to tour with um tiger army like really i was gonna say tiger army which was mind-blowing because it was our second tour and it was with a band who we we love so yeah maybe tiger army yeah tiger army is probably yeah like casey was definitely like the greatest touring experience we've had in terms of the people and i we're fans i i really love casey and i'm excited to hear new material from them but obviously, in t- 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 Tiger Army is a is like a you know they they play with Misfits, they, you know they they're on Hellcat, we're on Hellcat. Yeah. So obviously, just being a fan growing up is is was super cool. There are other people on my list that we we hope to play with in the future, and uh, we'll put it out there. Yeah. Manifest that. I one, say that I've said a few times. Though, I won't say it again. But my, uh, the Alkaline shows class. Mm. Oh, that, that's the that's the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blink One Eighty Two yeah. would I actually tweeted about it not so long ago. Like that would be my up. Uh, like uh, I would imagine. Blink, be it. Imagine Blink One Eighty Two Alkaline Trio on the Nightmares. Yeah, that would be fun. I could I could, <laughs> I could I could pass happy after that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like I I really wanted to play. Have you played the CIA? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the motor Yeah. Yeah. Mo- CIA. Yeah. Back yeah. to CIA. Oh, it is. Yeah. And uh, that's a that's a dream. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to play there. That's like a bucket list oh, for us. Obviously, we're good. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, I'm not trying to say we're going to play. Arena. Should we bucket? Let's yeah, bucket. yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd absolutely. I, I think I'd have a moment there. I'd be. We've had a few cool moments, like the just the deal getting getting the record out. Um, have been genuine dreams come dream comes true. Dreams come true. Dreams come true. But that would be because just seen so many shows there over the years. I, I I remember people talking about the CIA and not CIA, the Newport Center as well. That was a big one. Obviously, that's gone. That went yesterday. Yeah, but um, uh-huh. what? Yeah, literally yesterday. Closed yesterday. Wow. yesterday. Center, yeah. I said, just, you, yeah, we I said, past you earlier. Past it, I was like, I thought I was getting knocked down or something. And he was like, Oh, they just stopped doing gigs there. And I was right. no, it literally closed his doors yesterday. I got a story. I I've, I bound to have told. We've done two hundred fucking loads of episodes of this, and we so. Uh, I once went to an after party in Newport Center. Right. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which the after party was in the pool. Nice. Right? You have not told this story. Have I not? <laughs> I've, I've never heard this story. <laughs> so in my pants, because I didn't take shorts with me, because who thinks they're going in the pool after? Nobody. In my knockoff Calvin Klein boxers from the Market on a Tuesday. Um, me, every time I die, <laughs> and the My Chemical Romance went swimming. Wasn't that one. That's not the one I thought it was. <laughs> That's mad. That's yeah. class. No, I, I just remember that. No, we were talking about Newport Center. I was like, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's yeah. quite well. I think they used to do that a lot. I think bands used to, like, after every. I've never heard that. Yeah. Anyone who went there would go in there after. Yeah. 
That's yeah, you fine. just get. I think what happened was, um, yeah, you just get your TM and go. Where was Mike? Can we have a go that? Where was that? Did he play it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they fucking must have because I was doing it. If they didn't, they've turned up on every day day show. Nobody was expecting that. Gerard just waiting for the slide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a mad mad memory I've just remembered. That is mad. I went to my first ever gig in Newport Centre. My first ever, ever gig. Who was it? Same. It was... uh, Oh, nice. Here we go. Is it the same gig? (laughs) It's not the same gig. I don't think it's going to be the same gig. Mine was New Metal Max, which was oh. an all-day new metal show, which was Skindred headlining, uh, Jeff Giljohn. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, Pull off my Valentine's Day, <laughs> people. And uh, Kendi Soundtrack. The walls wow. are closing in. Shout out you. Soundtrack. Yeah, our friend. I know, Kendi Soundtrack. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Welsh New Metal, class. Oh, There's my two time. other bands as well. I can't remember them off the top of my head now, but that, that was my first ever show by wow. one of my friend from school. My, That's a great show. Jeff Giljohn. Yeah, it's class. Oh, it's well, that's the first time ever, yes. Uh, last two weeks ago, something like that. Was really? that Swansea? No, in uh, Bristol. Never seen him before. Oh, nice. oh, oh. Good, enjoyed it. Yeah. Great lights. Fantastic. Great like, lights, yeah. Good to, no, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I have to clarify. No, yeah. no, no. When you get as jaded as I have, yeah. you don't, you don't, like, they were great. Fan- they performed fantastically. Songs are great. But the lights were fucking fantastic because I went to see yeah. the Swansea I arena. went to see a trio basically because I got nice. a huge... They were great as well. No, not to, no disrespect yeah. or anything. Like, I don't mean it like that, but... Yeah, I, I'm primarily behind. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I quite like Ginger as well. Um, yeah, they were great. Yeah. Ukrainian. Yeah. I w- yeah, I just wish she hadn't sung. Not because she, she's a fantastic singer, but like she came out and she was giving it fucking boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when she got the chorus, like the chorus area, I was like, please just keep, keep doing the fucking, heavy. yeah, I want it heavy all the way through. Yeah. Don't do what, what's expected of it. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. all of a sudden I went, and she started singing about it, and I was like, ah, oh, bugger. They were fantastic, yeah. uh, and the again, they lights, were real the, good. Real the lights good. were fucking next level. <laughs> the lights were, they were. They stopped after one song, and they all went blue and yellow. And I went, "What the fuck?" And she went, <laughs> "Hey, yeah, we're Ginger yeah. from the Ukraine." And I was like, "What? Yeah. They made the flag of the lights." I think they went viral, didn't they? With did they? Like, I think a while back, because her vocals were so intense. Mm. I think they was doing the rounds on. Oh my! Miss, yeah, my missus looked at me like she'd walked into our house on Christmas Day and pissed on the tree. Like. <laughs> yeah. My missus was like, ah, "What?" Looking at me and then going, "Is yeah. that who?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, nobody else got a, nobody else is near a mic. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh. Uh, yeah. If anyone's wondering, my first gig, yeah. Newport Centre, busted. Ooh, oh, bit nice. different. Bit different than New Metal Max. I'd prefer that one with special <laughs> guests. <laughs> McFly. Oh, so oh, oh, right, right. Great double head. Are You going to see him on the next tour? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course. Never miss, never miss at all. Me. Fucking We've recently, him. yeah. By the time this comes out, yep. We've recently done an episode with Danny Johnson, yeah. McFly, haven't we? Yeah, so, we have. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a good, yeah. nice, good guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did Luke play with him? Maybe. I'm having a conversation here, but yeah. but yeah, I think a friend of mine might be playing with him. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's like a fucking dad at a wedding. <laughs> he's always like a fucking drunk, happy man, Danny. He's fucking, from the first, met him, met him, here we go. We're talking about ages, here we go. Whoa. I met him, a top of the pops. Oh, wow. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. top of the pops is so missed. Yeah. Yeah, I was there with Lost Profits. And at the time, the uh, the cunt who was seeing uh, Fern Cotton. Ah, uh, okay. So me and her were sitting out the front. And Dougie and Tom ran up. Was it Dougie and Tom or Dougie and Harry? I can't One, Two of them ran up to Fern and they were like, oh, Lost Profits in there. And they were like, and she was like, oh, yeah. She was like, oh, do you think they like us? Ah. <laughs> 
Do you think they'll talk to us or will they be yeah. dicks to us? Because they were worried because they were a pop band and, and pop boys and Lost yeah. Profits were fucking a me- whatever alternative band or whatever. They were genuinely scared of meeting them in case they were dicks to them because they, yeah. they weren't a proper band. Yeah. And now they play McFly have always played live and they play more live now than Britain's biggest metal bands. So it <laughs> yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, probably yeah they do, they do. Did you remember back they the day do. when people go, I don't like pop, actually, don't they, they can't play their own instruments. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber is more live than the biggest British metal band. I could go on the lo- <laughs> I could go on the longest. We actually discussed this, didn't we? Like, I hate it so much. Oh, dr- it I could me go mental. on for so long about that. I left Reading Festival in 2015 because the band was playing and the singer Mike was in the air and his voice was coming to the PA. And I yeah, like, man. I said to my missus, I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. The, I, uh, and the thing is, the fact that the singer of that band had said stuff to me years before yeah. about how much he hated singing in bands. And stuff like that. I bet. And then he's up there miming a chorus. Yeah. When he's singing. It's just weird that like the radio rock sound has like changed to that sound. Yeah. So it's almost like bands are like, yeah. if you're like a heavier band now, if you don't have some of that in your like in your songs, you're like, I don't know, like you can't compete with the other bands. But it's really weird to me. I, and we, we do sound like old men moaning now. But, <laughs> but it's really it's really weird no, to me to I see. You could, you, could, yeah. you could talk about this for a long time. You know, obviously the full in, in reverse conversation comes to mind, which is a huge thing on, on uh, in, internet. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know how it happened. I don't know where it came from. I'm not, I can't uh, uh, profess to say I, I know enough about to know where this origin started. Yeah, stuff, over the years it's just changed, I think, isn't it? And yeah. now it's like an industry standard. Like we've played, yeah. we've yeah. played shows with a local band mm-hmm. who will be like a, a young band, like I'll yeah. turn up with like racks yeah. instead yeah, of yeah. amps and, like, and a backing track and yeah. and in ears. And, yeah. and we're like, like what why? The, how have you got all yeah. this stuff? And again, I, I, I'm not knocking the people, uh, things, everything. Ooh, I am. Spot- <laughs> <laughs> you do. I am <laughs> fucking music changes. Yeah. Music changes. Everything changes. I agree. I don't. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't see the point where you'd go up there and want to play and it not be you then. Like, you know, it's different. Different if you've got bits from songs yeah, where yeah, yeah. you can't, you can't physically, you can't physically do log, like log around a fucking massive piano, giant yeah, piano or something you. like yeah. that. I or guess, yeah. like that. Or, 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 or choir. But, but I, when when you're literally standing there with guitars and you're your dancers, like, <laughs> your dancers, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that is, that you're is, not playing yeah. anything. There's definitely levels to this, aren't there? There are levels. Like you know, like uh, there are definitely levels. Yeah, there's big. So some people use it in a in a good way. Like some people use it for a little element of a song, mm, and, yeah. it, and it adds something. But if you're leaning on it and everything is on there, it's it's stupid. Yeah. I, I've said I said this to you before, but yeah. my, my idea is I think that one year the music industry should not tell any of the bands. Just the festivals should know. And you just ban backing tracks for like oh, a year. Imagine. Mm. So when you turn up, a festival, like, like you couldn't sell out. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, it's all Metallica have to play again. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It yeah. It's all it's all opinion, isn't it? But I, 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 my personal belief is that it should be, and this is my opinion, that's it, uh, that it should enhance the sound yeah. as opposed to be reliant on yeah. that sound. Yeah. That's, but I that's think, yeah, but ultimately then, what it is. But then they get, they get away with then going, well, it does enhance our sound because I'm absolutely fucking dreadful life. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the well, fact yeah, that you yeah. can put my record sounding auto-tuned 72 different layered cool. vocals out yeah, through the front yeah, of the PA yeah. makes Very me true. sound better. So 
Anyway. Just a couple of things before we wrap this up with you guys. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I love this comedy. I genuinely love this comedy. It's been what, fucking class. One thing I did want to bring up, I mean, obviously, you talk very highly about um, Equal Vision being a part of, of this team, and that's such a, a big thing for you, especially stateside and different countries in the rest of the world. Is there a big plan in the pipeline to try and get over to America and you are you excited to try and reach out just the little things over there as well yeah it, it definitely is a goal to go and, and tour there we've got an amazing booking agent there who was actually the first person to, to come on board which is shout out Stormy yeah Stormy Shepherd, who's a bit of a, a legend in, in uh, the punk scene in America so we would love to go and tour there especially with the record being out that side of the pond it's just logistics, which I think is the same for all bands now. It's so expensive. It would, it'll have to be the, the perfect tour will have to come up for it to happen. But yeah, we was, want to. We really want there, to. There was, there was a conversation that was, uh, we had with Stormy previously. And it was, I'm not going to mention it now, what, what it was. But uh, it was a, a quite a cool tour, very, very cool tour, a dream tour <laughs> that could have potentially happened. But the, the costs, any band will tell you now. Yeah. It's, it's, even with Europe, you know, these carny forms of turned up since brexit boo um uh have made it very difficult and it must be a struggle for a lot of young bands as well we're we're slightly older but then it's still a struggle to, to do these things but yeah i mean 100 percent, we want it we really want it it would be another dream i, I would absolutely love it's, de- it's definitely a goal. And we will, I'm sure trying we, to do it. I really do think we will oh i, I, I think we you will, will. and yeah. i think you'll do fucking real well over there because they they fucking love a they love <laughs> a Brit. Yeah. yeah. A British yeah. And, they love yeah. it. And they, no, and yeah. I, I would be a real huge thing. Just to travel in that in that great country with, with our friend with a group of friends would be Yeah. Mm. Well that's the thing, you like, yeah, you're such a, a small contained band as well. There's no reason why like a big band could take you and you could fucking bust share and yeah. you know. You hear that? Absolutely. You hear that alkaline trio? <laughs> three of you, there's only four. Let's get this fucking sword. Matthew Skiba. This is Ben talking. Yes. And, and, and with all that, obviously, with, with this album now, this is a, uh, a gateway for a lot of people to be checking out the band for the first time and is going to be experiencing a, a lot of stuff. What is one thing you hope people take away from either the album or just your music, discovering you guys? I mean, is there anything you really hope people latch on to? from these songs and, and the DNA of the band. Yeah, I think uh, the record as a whole is is really like an honest thing. We put a lot of care into the lyrics and a lot of the subject matter is, you know, on like like mourning and kind of love lost. Um, so I hope that people listen to it can can hear that and hopefully someone can connect with it. That would be amazing. Um, because, yeah, we've all lost a lot of people over the last few years and not to dull the tone, but... Um, the record really touches on those things. So if, if anyone listened to it can, you know, get anything from that, the same as we have, that, that would be amazing. Yeah, I think we just want people to to feel like they've, I've said this a few times, but part of, you know, there's a sense of belonging. Like I've always enjoyed bands that you feel like you're a part of their, you know, their gang or whatever. And yeah. I, I really hope that people can feel underneath the, the aesthetic, they can feel the human side of it, as Adam just touched on, yeah. and the true human emotions that come out through the album are honest and uh i really hope that can this album can be something that people carry forward through the years with them as well and it can be you know a, a love thing that, that anyone who listens to it might look back on in 10 years and think good stuff that was yeah. good that was good yeah, yeah nice what um what's your favorite songs off here I, i'm a big fan of 
Evermore. And uh, oh, thanks. Yeah. And uh, I like uh, the Will Gould one as well. That was a fantastic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those two. I think I'm probably most excited for people to hear the, the opening track. Is it, fo- just, yeah. it, it follows. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, I, that's probably like our most like punk sounding yeah. song, I think. So I'm excited for people to hear that side. What What about you, Ben? I was going to say, season both said that before, and Sean said it. <laughs> so I'm, going, I'm going with Pink and Grey this time. Ooh. Uh, basically, I love, I love everything. Yeah. But Pink and Grey is track two, and it's a little bit, uh, I don't know, I, I played to a few people, and everyone I played it to thought it should have been a, one of the singles. It was talked, yeah, talked about it to be a yeah, single, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Not that we can't do it, why can't <laughs> The singles are a lot different than they used to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like going to be on top of the pops, is it? So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, well, hopefully we'll do it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, so we'll do it. Well, if you are on top of the pops, maybe I can introduce, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, going, I'm going Pink and Grey, track two. I just had an idea. Do a new show, Top of the Goths. Oh. Top of the Goths, man. Sorted. That's got to be merch, actually. Top yeah, of the Goths. Great. Top of the With Goths. With that logo. With that yeah. logo. Nice. Here we are, 20% Noted. commission, please. Thank you very much. Um, no, guys, honestly, it's been great uh, to do this. Awesome. I know we've Pleasure. wanted to do it for a while. Thanks for letting us come into the Goth cave. And, uh, and, and, and really excited for people to check out this album, though. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Uh, and yeah, and for me personally, like the podcast, like I started listening to podcasts a lot more in lockdown you know like being like i guess like on spending more time on your own and and honestly like connected with me a lot and and helped me through like a difficult period Cheers, so yeah thank, fa- you, thank you for all, all that thank you guys you. do love no, it kudos to you and thank you for having us we appreciate it genuinely that means a fucking yeah, it does. And again thanks for being a patron because yeah. that helps so much we, with us yeah as well, so. we genuinely thought we'd have we do about five episodes <laughs> and then people would stop returning my calls and then we'd be fucked so the fact that we're where we are now when we've been doing this for as long and yeah wouldn't be possible without people like yourself anyway yeah. so thank so you very much. So much good luck with the record i think it's going to be huge um yeah it's going to be fucking class so well done to everybody involved and please send our love to uh everybody else as well so thank you very much thanks guys That was Adam and Ben of The Nightmares. What a fucking lovely, down-to-earth bunch of chaps. They could have been slightly more gothic, I think. <laughs> um, they could have cried all the way through, or yeah, whatever goths do. I don't, you know, I don't, don't really know what goths do. I mean, we were sat all in the dark uh, in, in cloaks and um, had uh, the makeup you know, like the panda makeup where you're completely white and then you've just got... Well, ready. I know. Yeah, I, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to, trying to explain it for the people who weren't there. Uh, give them the, the visual... Corpse paint. That's called corpse paint. Corpse paint. That's the one. I, the one's motionless and white. Like, Yeah, we were sitting in a circle. Um, <laughs> it had an upside down star in the middle of it, which was weird. And I didn't get that. Yeah. You think... Uh, I know Newport's bad, so you'd think you'd have electricity, right? <laughs> those candles, those candles were doing nothing for the heating. No. It was freezing. And then that bit when um, when Ben's eyes rolled back into his head and he started speaking in tongues, that was very, well, I say tongues, it might have been Welsh. I didn't was it Welsh? It. You know, I you speak Welsh. I know, I didn't recognize uh. it, so it definitely wasn't Welsh. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if you saw it as well, but there was like um, a flash outside and then there was like a, a weird figure in the, in the distance or, as well. No, it was all going on. no. Yeah, and why why would you keep 
I think they were birds. Why would you keep birds in the dark? And like, why? How have they taught the birds to hang upside down? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So it's- why did the birds keep pecking <laughs> my neck? <laughs> and why do I now have a... I need to quench my thirst for blood. Why has that <laughs> happened to me? Anyway, what a fucking chat. Absolutely lovely eggs. Everything we just said, but there was potentially lies. So apologies for that. Allegedly. We allegedly. F- allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, my lawyers have told me to say. But yeah, we've had a fucking great time with those boys. Great fucking band. Go and see them. They are the fucking sweetest humans. And they have been in the scene, the Welsh seen for years and years and years and it's fucking unbelievable to finally see all the work pay off from especially for adam who's a fucking brilliant singer songwriter uh i love all of his work yeah they've been nothing but lovely to us and we just appreciate them and their music and their friendship so so much it's great to see all this success happening now and you can go and see them live they're going to be touring the uk this week on a co-headline run with miss vincent uh, they're going to be playing Southampton on the 19th of April and then hitting Newcastle, Leeds, Newport and Kingston on the 23rd. So go and see them live in the flesh, have a cry and have a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, shout out to Eleanor as well from the band who came home uh, to uh, or us for being absolute massive emos. Um, hopefully we'll have her on the podcast with the guys again at some point down the future. Yes. And also I used to be in a band with Eleanor's brother, Tom. So. <gasps> That was interesting. Yeah, that's Didn't nice. know that. That's uh, there you look, go. we're learning. We're learning new we're things learning. about each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nobody nobody else cares, but we're learning. We're, we're learning, learning about each other. Nobody listens to this. I don't want to be surprised if this doesn't even go out. Like um, <laughs> you just upload it and then fucking ACAS goes, nah. <laughs> Does it just come up on our own devices? Like, do they know? Like, it just comes up on my Spotify, and they're like, oh, that'll do. We've sold him down the fucking river. He can listen to it if he wants to, and that's it. Well, you would think that, but I have evidence to believe otherwise, Sean, because I saw this week that some of our conversation, quotes from our conversation with Danny Jones from McFly... Oh, um, nice. ...made some tabloids, actual, actual printed newspapers this week. So some fuckers listening to us and making money of it, off of it for themselves. Hey. Yeah. So yeah, if you're the person who posted the story about Danny Jones this week, you owe us half of that because we <laughs> fucking did the news for you. So whoever that was, you must. And I know you're not listening now because you probably only wanted to listen to see what Danny would say. But if you are listening right now, you've got to sign up to patreon.com forward slash happening and be a member for at least one fucking month because we give you that news that was from us. And then you've gone and you've been paid off the back of a fucking conversation we've had, right? Patreon.com forward slash happening. And if you've enjoyed any other of the episodes, please check out patreon.com forward slash happening. That one was way less threatening. <laughs> it was, it was. But over there, there's loads of extra podcasts and conversations. There's playlists, there's behind the scenes videos, and just little things we get up to. We tell you announcements before we're actually allowed to on the Patreon as well. And you get included into a wonderful community of people who are just the best. They're going to gigs and festivals with each other all the time. Festival season is right around the corner, and we're all going to be doing big meetups there. So if you want to get involved with the family, patreon.com forward slash tapping in. 
Um, as always, if you head to the description of this episode, of there's l- loads of names that we mentioned there. But as always, Sean is going to give a mahusive shout out to the elite names. Uh, those are the people in the top tiers of the Sapnin Podcast Patreon community. Yes. Thank you very much. As Morgan said, to everybody mentioned in the description and anyone who's part of the Patreon, we appreciate you very, very much. Thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Leeway, Janelle Caston, Paul Urshfield, Tony Michael, Scarlett Charlton, Kelly Ewan, Dilly Grimwood, Natasha Morris, Nathan Croshaw, Mitch Perry, Emma Barber, Sammy G, Kat Besson, Dana Lasnava, Jenny Robinson, Scott Jones, Murray Grimwood, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Stuart McNaught, Ellen Southfield, Stephen Aston, Carol Robson, Kate Paddock, Martina McManus, Louis Cook, Danny Eaton, Carl Pendlebury, Jenny Munster, John and Emma, James McNaught, Emily Perry, Jason Aredia, M. Evans-Roberts, Craig Harris, Sean Foynes, Evan, just Evan. Just Evan. Um, I wonder if he's an half-pipe. Thank you very much. <laughs> Kalila Keen, Adam, King of the Goths, Parslow. Hey! Can't get enough, man. You can't get enough. Fucking hell. Be mentioned more, but is it? Uh, <laughs> Love you. Thank you very much. Ollie Ainsbury. Josh, my missus always buys cheap toilet paper. It's a pain in the ass crisp. All right. Thank you very much. Alice Wood, Reese Bowring, Kyle David Smith, and Connor Lewins. Happy birthday to his sister, Kimberly, whose um, birthday was the other day, I believe. Ooh! Woohoo! Amazing. We appreciate everyone so, so much for just listening, giving us the time and support. If you've enjoyed this, please go and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag us, let us know, and we can reshare it. And if this is your first time, please go and subscribe wherever you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on all of them. If you're listening to this, obviously, rate us five stars, leave us a comment. It all helps. We appreciate you very, very much. But that's about it for this week. I've loved it. I've loved this one. And we'll be back next Friday and every week with a very special guest and some surprises, some laughs, some mayhem, and jokes. Who knows? Sapnet! Sapnet! Oh, nice. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.